0: Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, Emergency Edition. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. And this is the Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay TV and TV Emergency Podcast. Unbelievable news breaking on Tuesday night, March 17th. Um. Quite frankly, we were under the impression that Tom Brady was going to take his sweet little avocado-loving time to try and figure out where he was going, but instead, it appears that the Chargers have found out they are out of the race and the Buccaneers have let everyone know, multiple sources reporting, multiple people confirming, reporting, et cetera, et cetera that Tom Brady is going to the Buccaneers, CBS Sports, uh, NFL insider Jason LaCanfora. Confirms reports, whatever. I don't I don't even know. At this point, everything's flying so crazy that you know, it's hard to even phrase it correctly. Um, Tom Brady, $30 million a year. But the more important fact here, as we bring on the super friends, Ryan Wilson, Sean Wagner-McGuff, and John Breach, is that Ryan Wilson, you called this days ago, TB to TB. Thank you. Thank you. I'm taking
1: my congratulatory lap around my basement as we speak. Uh, truth be told, Breach, this is your baby. You you got the slam dunk on this. Way to go,
2: slam dunk! Look, all the signs were there. The Buccaneers had everything. If you listen to me on our March third podcast, Bucks were sitting at plus fourteen hundred, could have won some serious money. But look, this move just made so much sense. You look at everything Brady wanted. He didn't want this crazy, strict, totalitarian coach anymore. And Bill Belichick. Now he's got a guy that he can chug a beer with, and Bruce Arians. Uh, he actually has offensive weapons. I feel like Tom Brady was ready to quit the team last year because the receivers couldn't get open. The offense just wasn't working. He's got everyone to throw to in Tampa Bay Chris Godwin, uh, Mike Evans. Uh, you know, I could go on and could go on. The Super Bowl's in Tampa. This is all crazy. That, this is just, and Tampa is going to sell tickets. The stadium's going to sell out. This team well, cannot sell tickets.
0: Currently, uh, Anthony Beck, uh, current ESPN announcer and former Buccaneers tight end, posted a picture. There's all, and I assume it's grown now, over a thousand person wait list to get Tampa Bay Buccaneers season tickets online. And bear in mind that there is a Corona outbreak in America. We don't know exactly when football will be played. Sean Wagner, I know you think Tom Brady made a mistake by leaving, but the Buccaneers just replaced Jameis Winston with Tom Brady. So you have to be a little conflicted here.
3: Yes. (laughs) Well, I, I think Tom Brady made a mistake leaving. I'll stand by that. However, I do think Breach convinced convinced me like a week ago that Tampa Bay was his best landing spot, and I and, and I agree with him. So if he were to leave, I think he picked the right destination. He's getting out of the AFC, which means he doesn't have to worry about Lamar Jackson. He doesn't got to worry about Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have to worry about the Houston. Uh, never mind. No one's worried about the Houston Texans anymore. Um, Breach mentioned some of the pieces in that offense. Let's not forget, Tom Brady was really missing his his top tight end, uh, Rob Gronkowski, this past season. He's going somewhere with O.J. Howard and Cameron Brait. Sure, they're not Gronk. No one is. Uh, but those are two dangerous weapons that he can utilize in addition to the two great wide receivers they have in place. And he was never going to find Bill Belichick on another team, and that was the reason why I thought he should just stay in New England. Trust Bill Belichick to rebuild that offense, um, but he's getting Bruce Arians, and that's a pretty good uh, second coach to transition to after you leave the greatest coach of all time.
0: Do we find out how many years Tom Brady is signed for? I don't know that that is out there.
1: No, I don't know, but I was going to say that Bruce Arians is – I don't even know if he's a consolation prize. You could argue that he's a better coach for Tom Brady given Tom Brady's point in his career, given how uh, Bruce Arians is a player's coach, and I don't mean that in uh, a bad way, and given um, Bruce Arian's success with a- Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer, Ben Roethlisberger, and I said the other day, I don't know if I love the idea of those seven-step drops and just throwing deep balls all day because Tom Brady's not built to take a beating, but if they continue to, to add uh, offensive line help and they have the playmakers on the outside with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, um, there's a lot like their defense is out of this world last year after being terrible the, the previous years before that. Here's my big question, though.
0: Chris Godwin is number twelve. How's it Yeah. Sound? Uh, Chris Godwin just made a million dollars. A million? Okay, fine. Chris Godwin just got a lifetime supply of avocado ice cream. What do you mean, like what he what do you like? He's he's never paying for a Tom Brady meal again. He's getting free Alex Guerrero massages for the rest of his life because here's twelve, pal. Remember, T B twelve, Tampa Bay twelve, Tom Brady twelve. Ryan, you made the connection from day one of the TV <laughs> thing. Love. Uh, it. No, look, breach, breach. You definitely deserve credit for it. It's a great job by you. Um, Is there? Can I just say
1: breach is the Colin Coward of this podcast by calling that Tom Brady to the to the Buccaneers? Sure, Colin Coward. Hey,
0: Coward nailed it. I mean, like in terms of people putting out, like I'm like and and breach to be clear, like you didn't say like I'm being told that Tom Brady will go to the Buccaneers. You connected the dots correctly and made a great prediction. Colin Coward said earlier on Tuesday, like I'm being told that Tom Brady's going to the Bucks, and it was like, all right, like. What we and hey, credit to Coward. He nailed it. He got it right. Um I would presume that it's a uh three year deal would be my guess. Ninety million dollars with incentives if you get to you know if you get to the Super Bowl. Uh, I gotta tell you one uh big winner in all this, Jason Light, who had drafted um, Jameis Winston first overall back in 2015. That turned into a bit of a quagmire. The Patriots, I mean, the, the Buccaneers, excuse me, decided not to pursue Jameis Winston. They put the franchise tag on Shaq Barrett and then they got ballsy as hell and went out of the market and went all in on Tom Brady and wait, landed.
1: Why, wait, wait, wait. Why is that ballsy going to get the best player in the history of NFL? Cause if,
0: cause if you, cause if you whiff, you, you might end up with nothing.
1: Yeah, Agreed. but you want to argue that. That's better than Jameis Winston. (laughs) Thirty fewer interceptions, certainly.
0: Well, uh, if you end up up like the Titans or the Cardinals in 2012, as we pointed out multiple times, you're in deep doo doo. Like, if your fallback option is. You know, fighting with the Bears to trade for you know Andy Dalton, or and look, the, look, the Buccaneers were lucky because there it turned out, and they and again credit to Jason Light, they read the market correctly. There was no market for Jameis Winston. It hasn't materialized, and that, so the Buccaneers. Revelation. I mean, yeah, he's a former number one overall pick who like like there could have been a market for him. Have you not been listening to Sean the last twelve months? Well,
3: Ryan's giving me credit. This is keep going. I like this.
0: I mean, okay, you do you do agree that like if certain things had played out certain ways, a market could have materialized for Jameis Winston. The Buccaneers are left with an empty chair. Instead, they recognized correctly that they could fall back on Jameis Winston. They went out, they got aggressive, and went after Tom Brady in the same way that Peyton that uh, John Elway went after Peyton Manning.
1: That's the uh, that's the exact comparison I would make. And no one, look, Jason, like he's done a he's done a decent job, but no. No one would say that John Elway is a fantastic general manager. He, he won
0: a Super Bowl. He went to a Super Bowl, and he won a Super Bowl with Manning.
1: He had Tim Tebow, and the only way that he could get out from Tim Tebow, Priscus, has been talking about this all day on HQ, is to go get someone like Peyton Manning.
0: That's so how he got out from Jameis Winston. His contract's up. But you're going to have to bring somebody back. Like, Rivers is going to the Colts. I love the move. I'm just not
1: willing to, to crown Jason Light as the next coming to Chris Ballard's. So that's my only point.
0: I mean, he went out and he snared Tom Brady. He brought Tom Brady to effing Tampa, dude. It's not like he's like, like wooed him to Miami or like Los Angeles. He's like, hey, come on out to Tampa.
3: Okay. Look, look, two things can be true. He can get lucky that, you know, this free agent wave of quarterbacks just happened to materialize right when Jameis Winston's contract's up. But he, like what Brinson's saying, he's, he deserves credit. It's not like he was the only GM trying to sign Tom Brady. There were other teams in on him, obviously, and it was a bit of a risk. To, you know, but to Ryan's point, I don't know how big of a risk it was because – there are other options available. Um, for example, um, uh, we've been talking about Cam Newton a lot. Now, I don't know if Carolina would have been willing to trade him within the division. Uh, you can go, you know, uh, try to trade for Derek Carr, maybe. That would be hilarious to watch Bruce Arians deal with, uh, Derek Carr. This is the biggest win for I'm Bruce Arians, break, though.
1: John. What's up? You're not making a great argument. <laughs> my my point the- being
3: is there are a lot, there's a lot more quarterback mobility, uh, this season or this offseason. I think they sure. knew that. Um, uh, and I don't th- agree with Brenton's. I don't disagree with Brent's Sport and I think you're going to see a secondary market now develop for Jameis Winston. Now that the big fish have landed um, in Indian, Indianapolis with Rivers, and now Brady and Tampa Bay, now you're going to start to see the Daltons, Foles, uh, and Jameis. I think now it's their turn for their market.
2: Well, let me just say that I, I am inclined to agree with Brenton here because the big risk, yes, yeah. there were the, the big risk, yes, there were other quarterbacks out there. But you knew Tom Brady was going to wait. Tom Brady wasn't making this decision on Monday on the tampering day. And so if you whiff on Tom Brady, if, say, tonight Tom Brady doesn't decide, you've already lost Philip Rivers, Teddy Bridgewater, all the big guys have already signed. So you're either left with Jameis Winston or trading for Cam Newton or Andy Dalton. Those were the only starting caliber quarterbacks unless you want to trade for Nick Foles. So by the time Brady was going to make his decision, there wasn't anybody left on the market.
1: This this Teddy Bridgewater stuff has to stop. Andy Dalton is not worse than Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, you but, guys are right. But
2: Ryan. Ryan, that's what I'm, I'm just saying that those would have been
0: the fallback plans. Okay. Like, and these guys little, are gone. So there's wait, no we're one. Talk, left. You're talking about two guys who are under contract with other teams. They don't have to cut them and they don't have to trade them. Like the you, They're
1: trying to trade Andy Dalton. They said that a month ago.
0: That's fine, but that doesn't mean they have to give him up for nothing. The Buccaneers could have been left holding the bag, and they landed Tom Brady instead. Like, if you can't give the dude a win for getting Tom Brady instead, and like upgrading for Tom Brady, and James Winston, like, what do you need him to do? Like, poop a diamond? And, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> <laughs> poop a diamond? I, 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 it does feel like that the Buccaneers put
2: all their eggs in the Tom Brady basket, and it paid off. And the only way I don't think Tom Brady went in free agency thinking he was going to sign with Tampa Bay. No. I really think they sold him, so I will not be surprised if Tampa Bay makes multiple moves. And the contract's going to be interesting because the Bucks have about sixty million dollars in free salary cap space, but that's obviously going to go down based on Brady's contract. Uh, I, I would assume that cap hit will probably be twenty twenty-five million. In that first year. So if you knock them down to 40, they do need to go out and get an offensive lineman. I talked about how the Joe Tooney trade. That would make sense. Trading with the Patriots. Uh, trading for an offensive line, Signing Jason Peters. There are people out there they can add. I think they need a running back. And I think these are demands Brady probably made before signing the deal. I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Melvin Gordon now ends up in Tampa. Because you know Bruce Arians is going all in. They can burn this thing to the ground. They say, we'll blow up the salary cap. Who cares? We're going to win a Super Bowl in the next 2 years with Tom Brady. We don't care what we're going to do, you know, going forward after that, it's all about right now. And There's, you know, we've seen talk about Antonio Brown. Bruce Arians coached him with the Steelers. That's another connection. We've seen people report that Tom Brady would bring Antonio Brown with him. This is the one team that you could, the Glazers aren't gonna, uh, they're not gonna tell Tom Brady no. If Tom Brady wants Antonio Brown in Tampa Bay and they can afford it and and Antonio Brown's willing to pay for play for two or three million, I think that's gonna happen. So I think Brady's gonna have a lot of power down there and, and this team absolutely could, uh, Compete with the Saints in the NFC South now.
3: You know who could be a very cheap signing that Brady would love? Dion Lewis, who is a free agent and probably is not going to cost that much. And I know it didn't work out in Tennessee. Uh, I think he could have a little bit left if he was used with Bruce Arians, who loves pass-catching running backs. And Tom Brady, obviously, the familiarity there. I agree with Breach. I think if we're picking playoff teams today, I'm absolutely picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to make the playoffs. And look – We we mentioned this on past podcasts. I mean, they had a positive point differential with Jameis Winston, who threw seven um, pick sixes, who actively contributed that negatively against a point differential. They have a defense that went from 32nd to top five in one year under Todd Bowles. This is a very talented team that I think a year ago, if they had a good quarterback, is a playoff team. And Tom Brady, for all the talk of his struggles, and he did struggle, it was in a bad uh, bad offense. And even in that bad offense at the age of 42, he's still graded out by most advanced metrics as an average quarterback. It's not like he was terrible. He wasn't like the 30th ranked quarterback. He was middle of the pack, 16th and 17th in most of those categories. I think if you plug that in, you can plug Brady into that offense. You can expect him to make the leap from like 16 to maybe 8 or 10. And that
0: is good enough, I think, to push this team into the playoffs. I don't disagree. We're going to take a quick break because we got mouths to feed. And after the break, we will tell you – exactly what those odds could be, or at least the odds for the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl in the first year with Tom Brady. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars, Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes Giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at Newbalance.com. So Tampa Bay was, uh, I think around probably 40 to 1 coming into the offseason with the notion that they, you know, they had Jameis Winston. Um, you know, he was probably going to be their answer. They might sign Philip Rivers. Who knows? Uh, and then, we had uh, them drop around twenty five to one in recent days and weeks because there was buzz about Tom Brady. They read John Breach's article, bold predictions. They're like, "This Breach guy, we don't know who he's got in his closet that he's holding hostage and forcing them to do things that change world outcomes." But he's got somebody in there, and it's working. So we're going to read the article, and uh, maybe we should drop it at 25 to twenty five to one now. William Hill has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at ten. 10- to one to win the Super Bowl, Ryan, is that a fair number or not? Ten to one. Yeah. yeah. By the way, the Patriots. Twenty. Whoa, whoa, whoa!
1: Five. Oh, you said it. I was going to guess. You said twenty. I wouldn't guess that high. I would have guessed like twelve or something. No, that—that's. I mean, for the reasons we just laid out in the previous segment, this team is really, really good on paper. And, uh, I think we're actually underselling, Sean sort of touched on, it, underselling the fact that Tom Brady now is going to have two tight ends. OJ Howard's underachieved for most of his, most of his career. and Break, you can guys- Oh, I'm
0: sorry. 10 to 1 to win NFC. 20 to 1 to win Super Bowl. I read that wrong. That's not, that sounds better. Uh, that's, okay, that's even with the Patriots. Okay, that's fine. I would okay. have guessed 10 to 1 to get, if you in Tom Brady, but that's The true. Bucks, uh, I'm sorry, the Patriots are still 20 to 1 to win it all. Uh, both the Buccaneers and the Patriots are 20 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Buccaneers are 10 to 1 to win the NFC. All right, so thinking about this
1: soberly and not knowing who the Patriots quarterback is going to be, I'm going to say the Patriots probably have a slightly better uh-uh chance of winning the Super Bowl because they're still playing um, not as bad of but still a pretty crappy division where they can win maybe three and a half games now as opposed to winning five and a half. That said, I love everything. I mean, I don't have any issue with what the Bucks have done. I talked about the tight ends. Breach mentioned they need to get the offensive line short up, and they can do that um, in any number of ways, draft, continue to sign guys if they can find them. And because uh, that's going to be the, the critical thing. Um Dion, uh, Dion, uh, what's his name? I always forget his last name. Lewis. Dion Lewis makes sense, as Sean pointed out. Um Yeah, I mean, th- there are very few holes in this team now, which sounds bonkers to say. Um, yeah, 10 to 1 to win the division. I can buy
0: that. The Panthers are on the outs. Um The Panthers are going to stink. Dude, that's gonna stink. The Saints brought back Drew Brees. By the way, is it weird that we've done like 42 podcasts this week and we didn't mention once that the Saints actually signed Drew Brees? Yeah, like he, he was coming. Yeah, I know. But two years, 25 million roughly per. Um, the Falcons are, you know, they almost fired their coach last year. Yeah. It's a division Tom Brady can win. I'll tell you that much. It's a oh, division that Tom Brady can win.
3: I something I find funny just speaks to. Speak to- Tom Brady's longevity is that his offensive coordinator is Byron Lefwich, who entered the NFL as a player after Tom Brady did.
0: 2003. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty good.
2: Do you guys want a Tom Brady fun fact? Always. As Sean might love this the most. Fun fact, Tom Brady had the same QBR as James Winston in 2019.
3: <laughs> in very different ways. That just shows there are very different w- ways to reach the same QBR.
0: Hey, uh hey, do you think the fact that the, pay, the so the buccaneers people are going to wonder this. Uh the buccaneers they uh, here's their here, are their, here are their opponents. We don't know the schedule, who knows when we'll know the schedule. Uh obviously they have the Falcons, Panthers and Saints twice each at home. They have the Packers, Chiefs, Rams, Vikings and Chargers. Interesting. And away they have the Bears, Broncos, Battlestar Galactica, Lions, Raiders and Giants. So no Patriots. Do you think that mattered at all to Tom Brady?
1: Yes, number one. And number two, I was going to ask you before you interrupted me when I was interrupting you. Do you know the win total? Do you have any idea? Uh,
0: no, no, those are not out yet, but I would guess that I'll set the win total. Having looked at that schedule, I will say it's eight, and, nine and and a half.
1: Oh, eight and a half was going to be the right one. I like eight and a half better. I was going to say nine and a half. No one's taking nine and a half over.
0: No one's taking nine and a half under. You think Tom Brady's going to win less than 10 games? I'm taking down a half under. Okay. I mean,
1: I, I, I take the over.
0: I think, I think, one of the, one of the big, I think one of the big questions will be how does Bruce Arians adjust his scheme in order to accommodate Tom Brady? Because Bruce Arians likes to run deep drops, quarterbacks chunk it, uh, hang in the pocket. Like it's almost better for like a Philip Rivers type than a Tom Brady. I'm not saying that Philip Rivers is better. I'm just saying that Tom Brady is a quick passing guy. Who likes to operate off of play action a lot of times and, and, you know, you don't really see the, the Buccaneers with a great, Ronald Jones, a pretty good receiver out of the backfield. Uh, I just, I just wonder how that scheme will look. Like, do we think there will be some kind of adjustment for guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin outside of just the number, Sean, like trading the number? Like, do you think these guys will be on board with Brady easily?
3: Absolutely. I mean, do you think they enjoyed watching 30 passes sail over their heads or, you know, get cut off by a linebacker underneath? I, I, I think these guys are ecstatic. It, look, maybe their numbers go down a bit because they will be a better team, uh, allowing fewer points because of fewer turnovers, right? So they won't be racking up those yardage late in games trying to chase the game. But Ask them how much fun they had this past season with James Winston throwing so many games away. I, I think their numbers might go down a little bit. Their offense will certainly change. I would hope, and I'm sure they've R- Brady with the Bucks have, has already had conversations about this. Uh, and Bruce Arians has been a long, around a long time. Uh, we've talked about it. He's a great coach for Brady at this stage in his career. He's not an idiot. He's not going to get, he's not going to sign 42 year old Tom Brady to a three year deal and then get him killed in the third game of the season. Uh, they are going to adjust and I would expect to see some, maybe some signings like Deion Lewis that help them adjust. Not to mention they have two tight ends who will help with that quick passing game. So, uh, I also think we might see a better Brady deep ball this year because who were who was he throwing the ball deep to in New England the past couple of years, especially once Gronk was done? How many times did we point out on the podcast on the Sunday Recap Show about we're so sick of seeing Julian Edelman being the guy going deep up the seam and how that's a big problem for the Patriots because he should be the guy closer to the line of scrimmage, and they just didn't have anyone to get vertical? That's not going to be a problem anymore. He doesn't have to be entirely accurate with those guys because Chris – uh Mike Evans and Chris Godwin can rescue somewhat you know, overthrown or underthrown passes. So I don't think this is going to be a problem as long as the protection holds up.
1: Well, that's the thing. The deep ball accuracy isn't an issue for Tom Brady. It's him taking a whooping. So that's what you have to guard against because one hit on a 42-year-old, and that, that wraps up the season in week two if you're not careful. So that's my, my only concern. And, by the way, Breach mentioned this earlier about Antonio Brown and the relationship with Bruce Arians. Um, our guy Andy Benoit pointed out on Twitter, AB, said some disparaging things about Bruce Arians um, <laughs> on Twitter at some point, but he said that about everyone. Yeah, get in line. Here's the thing. I mean, he. it sounds like people keep talking about it. If he ends up in Tampa Bay, I mean, that solves any sort of issue with deep balls because he can catch crossing routes and he can do all that other stuff. And it's a double whammy because they take away – he may have to be served some suspension or whatever, but it takes away the, the Patriots' ability to bring him back if they had so any inclination to doing that after he badmouthed the owner and all that.
0: I, I don't understand why they would do that when you have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Like I get it that A.B. is awesome. I just don't know what the their
1: chatter is that you know Tom Brady talked about bringing A B back and they've been in communication. I'm with you. I don't think it makes
0: sense. I under I, I, I understand that part. It's just like like You don't but, need him. Yeah, did you make a promise to Antonio Brown? Like you just don't need him. I mean, what what are we what are we doing here? Just Absolutely. let him let break him when you break promises to Antonio Brown, you see what happens? That that is true. Um where would you draft Jamie Eisenberg is on CBS Sports HQ, our 24-7 streaming sports network, which by the way, we are on from 8 to 9 PM every single night. He's talking Tom Brady fantasy every single night, you know, this week during free agency. Check that out. It's free on your Apple, uh, Roku, Amazon Fire, et cetera. You can watch it on your phone, on your laptop, wherever. Um, where would you draft Tom Brady in fantasy, Sean?
3: Not high at all, but that's mainly because of my strategy of unless you're getting Mahomes or Lamar, just don't take a quarterback high. So, Mike,
0: Mike uh, Evans' second round? Higher? I mean, Mike
3: Evans' first round, I think, maybe. Okay. I mean, Mike Evans has been producing like a— first
0: down? Chris Calvin's Yeah, center?
3: I think both of those guys are first-round picks, and I think they ah. have been for the last couple of years. I mean, Mike Evans has been a end-of-first-round pick— uh for a while now and chris godwin this past season based off what he did was a first round pick i think they go more towards the end of the first round um because maybe there is concern as far as bad as Jameis was in real life uh but he did help a lot with fantasy by his willingness to chuck it deep i still think these guys are i'll go late first early second i would want either of these guys
0: yeah honestly the problem might be that these guys like, like the the patriots get leads and hold on to those leads, you know, instead of just, yeah, the, the bucket, yeah, the buccaneer, excuse me. That's going to be weird to, to talk about Tom Brady in a different sense. Uh, oh, Breach, let me get you out before we get out of this. What do you think the buccaneer's new uniforms will look like? Because if they put Tom Brady in those g gosh darn alarm clock, uh, neon things, and by the way, I'm doing a little Photoshop right now where like I change the numbers to all the Tom Brady faces. Um, I- I, I can't handle that. I want creamsicle, baby. Brady and creamsicle, give me it, give me, give me.
2: So the Bucks haven't unveiled their new uniforms yet. That's supposed to come at some point in April, but who knows with all the virus stuff going on. Uh, but Paul Lucas of UniWatch actually got to look at them, but he didn't get to take any pictures. And so according to him, the uniforms look very similar to what the Buccaneers wore from 1997 to 2013. So basically before they revamped, to this new model, uh, they're going back to that model and there were not any cream sickle uniforms, but who knows? You add Tom Brady, you want to do something crazy. Maybe you call Nike tonight and you say, Get the cream sickles going, man. Get those things on the production line because we need them ready to go as our color rush or ultimate jersey. We need them for our April, uh, fashion show when we show off our uniforms. So who knows? I don't think they're in the plan right now, but if they end up in there somehow, that would be amazing because Tom Brady in a cream sickle uniform would be fantastic. I would buy a Tom Brady cream sickle uniform.
1: Two things. I did see those jerseys, and they look exactly like the Patriots uniform, so look for that. Number two, um Brinson mentioned the schedule. They don't face – the Buccaneers don't face the Patriots in 2020. They play at Gillette Stadium in 2021, so look forward to that.
0: Fascinating. And uh, we can't get out of here without mentioning that, of course, the – uh I don't think we talked about this. The Buccaneers are hosting the Super Bowl this year. Did we mention that? I don't think we did, right? No. Because – there's never been a team that has played in a Super Bowl and had a home game in the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady, who has made history by becoming the greatest quarterback of all time, winning six Super Bowls, uh, is trying to make history again by playing a Super Bowl in his home stadium. And if for some reason it doesn't work out, maybe he can make the Super Bowl in Los Angeles next year. And that doesn't sound like a selling point, but for someone like Tom Brady, I think that's a a
2: selling point because he's competitive. He wants to do something that no one's ever done in NFL history. He has his six Super Bowl rings. There's almost no chance a quarterback's going to match that. Patrick Mahomes is the only one who maybe even has a feasible shot, but I doubt it will happen. So this is Brady's last chance to say, you know what, I'm going to get that seventh ring. I'm going to beat Belichick, and I'm going to do it in Tampa Bay where that is my home stadium because I am a Tampa Bay Buccaneer.
1: Will he be the first quarterback to play in the home stadium for the Super Bowl? No.
2: no. Yes.
0: Yes. Brenton? I, I would lean towards no. Mm. But no, I wouldn't no. put anything, I wouldn't put anything past Tom Brady. I, we pointed this out and Breach is one of the reasons why Breach liked the idea of Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers. The AFC has Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Like you are, like if you go to the AFC West, it life is going to be difficult. Um, In the NFC, you know, the NFC West is is a turmoil-filled area. The the (laughs) NFC South, what's that?
1: Mr. Trubisky's in the NFC. He's got to go through.
0: Disrespectful to last year's MVP. (laughs) (laughs) What if I said Tom Brady's MVP odds were 14 to 1? What do you think about that? I'm making this up. Yeah, I feel like 20 to 1 maybe. I don't know.
3: I mean, it's, you, just, you just mentioned Lamar and Mahomes, and he doesn't get out of that by going to Tampa Bay. So it, it's still tough to buy anyone except those two right, right.
0: now. Over, under 4,200 passing yards for Tom Brady next year.
2: <sighs> over. Jameis Swinson just threw for 5,000 yards because the Buccaneers don't have a running game. If they don't bring in some sort of running back, Brady's going to go over that number uh, easy.
1: That Adam Rank tweet is fantastic, Breach, uh, making fun of um, Bill O'Brien Adam Rank of six? NFL.com tweeted Chris Godwin is going to get more from Tom Brady for the number 12 Than Bill O'Brien got for DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> 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 Great job Adam
0: Alright reminder Check us out on CBS Sports HQ We're doing 8-9 to nine Every single night Leading up to free agency And then beyond Check us out We will be there Tom Brady to the Buccaneers emergency podcast Subscribe, rate, and review Check us out on Alexa too Say Alexa play the pick six podcast you play the latest episode talk to you guys soon okay picture this
1: it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better